0: everybody my name is Emily host of the fuel your freedom podcast in the health and fitness space there can be so many rules recommendations and oftentimes restrictions on this show we talk all things freedom whether you've been training for years or are looking to take the first steps in your health and fitness journey this show will fuel your body mind and soul to break free from what you've heard in the past and find your version of health and fitness the one that works for you Now let's fuel our freedom. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. This week we are talking injury and setback. So chances are when you're in pursuit of a fitness goal... It's going to be extremely challenging, if not impossible, to completely avoid injury, right? Now, when I say injury, I'm going to use the word injury or setback kind of throughout this podcast today. And I don't want you to think it has to be a multiple month long rehab process, broken bones, big, big injuries, right? While those things do come up, I want you to kind of think of this as like your general aches and pains overuse in a specific area of the body, right? So, injury doesn't always have to mean doctor's visits, x-rays, scans, tests, etc. It can just be those little nagging things that are get in the way of a perfectly executed fitness program, right? A setback, if you will. There are always going to be setbacks. It's inevitable. But when we plan ahead and think about these potential obstacles before they happen, it can be then easier to tackle them head on and without delay. Now, this is an important part, right? In one of my health coaching certifications, we talked about identifying roadblocks and how when we can prepare for these roadblocks ahead of time, we know, right? Now, this can be just the same as any roadblock, like if you're on a road trip, right? If you're going on a road trip and you know that a certain road is closed, you're going to make plans to avoid that road. But if you don't know until the moment you get there, now these days with technology, you simply reroute. But in the past, when we had the paper maps, you had to find your way out of that potential roadblock situation. And it likely would have added time because you didn't know until you got there. Right now, with Apple and Google Maps and those types of things nowadays, we often know ahead of time if there's an accident, roadblock, etc. But when we don't know until we get to it, often there's not much we can do other than add time to our journey to get around it. Right now, this is the same in a fitness goal when we have something come up that we're unprepared for. Sometimes it can take us by surprise, right? We can be like, oh my gosh, what do I do now, right? But what if we took time now, anticipated a potential setback, right? Recognize that, hey, it is inevitable that this will happen at some point. What can I do to avoid it? This makes things easier to tackle. And again, without that delay in, oh my gosh, I have to figure out what to do. You already have it in your back pocket. We use this in nutrition too. Like, you know, you're going to go on vacation. You know, there's going to be parties, holidays, plans, etc. What if we planned ahead for those things and you already knew what to do? You had already made those decisions on a clear mind and you simply just had to execute. This is the same thing with a setback. So, Let's talk about four ways you can overcome these setbacks or injuries when they do happen, okay? Number one, control what you can control. Now, this has been a mantra for myself and a lot of us at Unity on our team throughout 2020, but the hardest thing about any injury, in my opinion, is that loss of control, right? As someone who likes to have a grasp on all things in my life, when we feel like things slip out of our grasp and we can't control them, we're forced to bend to how our body feels, the advice of a team, right? Physical therapist, chiropractor, coach, etc. We can no longer often make those decisions for ourselves, right? And often this bending, this loss of control is at the expense of our personal desires, right? Like, if someone tells me, ooh, like, you can't hike, I'm going to be pretty disappointed because I love hiking. Like, I want to hike. This can be challenging. But again, we don't often have that choice. Well, I mean, I guess we do have a choice. But like, if we don't listen to our body or our treatment team, it can often be at the expense of the recovery and long-term progress. So in that sense, we don't really have a choice because the choice is detrimental to us if we choose wrong or choose the thing that we don't want to do right but even though there's no choice there are still things under our control but again we reach another issue here where the problem is there aren't always the things that we want to be in our control right when we take a step back we have to inventory those things we do have control over even if they're not the ones we want to have control over. So we might want to be able to control our workouts and what we're doing for that day, but our injury might dictate that. Our setback might dictate that. But what do we have control over? If we have specific homework or exercises that we have to do for rehab purposes, we have control over that. How well can we execute? How diligent are we? How many times did they say I have to do them, remembering to do them, right? Make sure we're executing on those things that we are able to do. Do you have advice or guidance to rest? Freaking rest. Rest. Take the time away, right? I know we can hate the sound of this, but think about it. You quite literally have a permission slip to take time off. What can you do with this time, right? Again, even though we love the gym, we love pursuing our goals. What can you do if that time was added back into your day? right? It does take up a significant amount of time. Instead of sitting around and sulking about our injury or lamenting about how we can't go to the gym, how else can we use that time? Is there a house project that's been on the list? Or perhaps spending time with friends or family? Is there a new passion project or craft or hobby or I I don't know, any number of things that you wanted to start, right? For me, if I have a day off or my body just doesn't feel it and or again, if I'm advised, do not take time to take time off from the gym. Sometimes I'll take that to try a new recipe or pre-prep some food to set up my future self for success, right? Stockpiling things in the freezer, cutting vegetables so that when I do need them, I can just pull them out. Think of this time off as a gift, right? What can you do with it? Which brings me to my next point focus on what you can do. So often when doctors and physical therapists or other pe- practitioners say, "Oh, you have to take time to rest." We often take this as an all or nothing mentality, right? And sometimes they do as well again not to their fault or not to anyone's fault really, but if you have a b- broken arm, are you still able to do lower body movements, right? While we might not get the guidance to and the okay to do that right away, take a second to step up and ask, hey, what is okay? What can I do? I want to move. How can I move safely, right? This is why it can be helpful to have a coach in your corner. We, as coaches, kind of bridge that gap between, say, you're coming out of surgery, right? Uh, you had surgery on your ankle. We'll go with that. Surgery on your ankle, you can't be weight-bearing for the present moment. But perhaps a coach might encourage you to say, hey, like, is it okay if I still work my upper body? You can sit and still do pulling, pressing, etc. Core movements, laying on your back, all those types of things are still exercises, are still extremely beneficial to the body, right? And that's kind of where the coach knows that movement side and they can work with the treatment side to make sure you're moving as much and as well as you can move during that time. Because truly movement is medicine, right? Even if we don't move the specific injured spot on our body. Um, let's take another example. Let's say you're in a cast on your right wrist, okay? There's research to show that even when we train the left arm, the right arm is just chilling, doing nothing, we actually increase the healing on that right side, right? Blood flow. Etc. nutrients all get shuttled to the area. Or, and usually we can't, we don't even think about this, but if you're completely immobilized on the right side, so you're, you're in a hard cast, no moving, wrist, just the forearm, not to the elbow, right? There are different attachments we can use so you can still, quote unquote, use your right arm without the need for heavy gripping and use of the wrist, right? And again, looking at the coach's side, like a, a physician who casted your wrist might not know this if they don't have experience in it. But that's where having a coach in your corner can encourage you to ask the questions and suggest things that you might still be able to do. Again, with that doctor's clearance, we always want to be mindful of those people who are giving us the guidance, right? But you might not know that that's even a possibility. And it totally is. bottom line is we should focus on what we can do, right? To bring up a nutrition example, like in nutrition, if we focus on adding things to our diet instead of taking them away, it can make dieting and fat loss much more enjoyable, right? Instead of thinking about all the things that we take away and we miss out on and I can't have this and I can't have that, what can we have? What can we add? What can we try, right? Focusing on adding movement in ways we can move can make the recovery process enjoyable and maybe even a little bit faster. Next, we can take the time to explore new movement opportunities. This can be one of those additions, right? When we shut down in March of 2020 due to the coronavirus, much of people across the country lost access to their gym, right? At at the time, we thought it was only going to be a couple weeks, and obviously it turned out to be much longer But as this was realized in the start of March, prices of home gym equipment skyrocketed and sold out across numerous outlets. You couldn't find it anywhere. And if you found it on Facebook Marketplace, chances are you are paying a hefty, hefty markup for that equipment. So, with no gym and no full home setup, because we all had access to our gyms and we never really thought that we would lose that, what did we do? We got creative right? We found new ways to move and explore and train. We used what we had, a handful of weights, loaded backpacks, gallon jugs of water, sandbags, concrete, buckets, whatever we could find or come up with, and we moved. The same opportunity is present when we have an injury. If our normal activities are put on pause, what can we do? What new ways can we explore movement with what we already have? Now, this doesn't have to require a big investment, right? Say, for example, you have to avoid impact, and you currently typically run three to four times per week. Running is thousands of pounds of impact over countless steps and miles covered. If you look at the research, it's measured about three times your body weight comes down on each step that you run. And with a, an average slightly below 2,000 steps per mile, now that's going to vary a lot on height, distance, how long your stride length is, right? So 2,000 steps is a very rough estimate. That's more of a walking uh, number. They don't really have one for running just because the variation is so large, right? But see, even walking is, is a little bit more impact than others, right? So say in running, slightly below, even even if we say drastically below, you know, 1,500 steps a mile, the weight still adds up fast. If you think of each one of those steps, three times your body weight, you're absorbing. That's impact. That is a lot of impact. So we can't run, right? We have to reduce the impact for whatever reason. That That's just the the recommendation, prescription, if you will. So instead of not doing anything... Let's think of all the ways we can move with less impact, right? Biking, hiking, walking, paddling, if you have access to a kayak, canoe, or paddleboard, or even some traditional gym cardio pieces like a stair stepper or elliptical, all allow for movement with less impact than running. And this doesn't even count the strength training or cardiovascular training benefits that we can get from things in the gym or at home if we have weights available, like complexes, circuits, and other movement opportunities, right? When we take time and we focus on the things we can do, we can take injury or setback as a way to try something new, explore a movement opportunity, a new movement opportunity, excuse me. Perhaps we then find something that we love and we want to keep in our lives, right? This happened with me, shut down in March of 2020, and I couldn't sit in the house. I don't like home workouts, And I started running more and it was awesome. And I found trail running and I I explored this new thing that combined, I always joke, two of my favorite things, hiking and snacks, into the same thing, right? So cool. And now that's something that I love to do and I do quite frequently, right? So take time, explore the new movement opportunities, look at your setback as an opportunity to explore these new things, Finally, we have to practice patience, right? This is the most challenging of them all. Unfortunately, we have not yet found a way to speed up time, and patience is required when recovering from an injury, right? We just have to be patient. Of course, I'm not saying it's all out of your control, right? Of the things you can control, as we do those previous three we've talked about, we can speed up the healing process by making sure we're moving as we're able to, fueling our body with nutrient-dense foods, drinking enough water, and supplementing as needed. But none of these things will turn the clocks forward. We just have to be patient. There you have it. Four ways you can work to overcome setbacks and injuries. Because at the end of the day, they're bound to happen. But we can take time to think ahead and plan for them. This brings us to our empowered action for this week. This week, I want you to think about a time when you've been injured or experienced another setback in your fitness journey. What did you do? How did you handle it? How did it work for you? And by that, I mean, how did what you did at that time work? Could you have done it differently? Right? Take notes and think about how this information can help you in the future. Well, we don't want to really manifest or, you know, hope for an injury. Being prepared for when one does happen can help us overcome the setback, right? We're writing those directions with full knowledge of what's ahead of us instead of being surprised by the roadblock that pops up halfway through the journey. There you have it. Thank you for so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Feel Your Freedom podcast. That is all I have for you guys today. I wish you all the best this week in preparing for those potential future roadblocks. Hopefully, you're not in one right now. And if you are, maybe this helped a little bit. If, As always, if you love this podcast, please, please take time to leave a review, rate, or subscribe if you listen on Apple Podcasts, or share with a friend, family member, coworker, etc. It truly does help the show grow more and more. So, thank you so much, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fuel Your Freedom. Remember, this show is all about action. Now it's time to take what you've learned and implement it into your health and fitness journey, or even just your life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want more, don't forget to follow me on all my social media platforms at Coach Emily Meyer and the podcast on Instagram at Fuel Your Freedom Podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.